When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, welcome to Bridge Atlantic. Um, I was just talking like this, apparently, and um, Ross and our guest today uh, said that I kind of sound like a um, in-flight um, pilot telling everyone to uh, just look out the window, and there is the Atlantic Ocean. Um, you look to your left, and I'd and like to jump is, in, uh, and I would Canada, like to invite everyone, like... <laughs> um, everyone, to say, "Would you trust Marcio flying your plane?" <laughs> and with that, welcome to Bridge Atlantic's interviews, where we get to know the people behind. And in front of the creative industries. We're your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber Smith from Scotland, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists, and musicians. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Electric Kiwi. This is true. He doesn't lie most of the time. Um, I am singer, songwriter, and multi instrumentalist, Marcin Novelli from Canada, a man who wears many hats, literally and figuratively. Um, speaking of hats, I said this last week, but I just had my birthday last week, everyone. I am officially um, one year older, I guess. Another another year around the sun, is that, as we say. I don't know who we are or what that even means. But anyway, it's still time. There's still time to get me a, a wonderful present. You know what you could do? You can go pre-order my new EP. That's what you can do. Ross, uh, as usual, helped it with the artwork and made it look, um, I had the idea and then he just made it look much better because that's what he does. Makes things look better. Just like yep. this show. That's what, that's what I do, bro. <laughs> Although, even though, he, even though, besides that, you do want to follow me still though and go to my Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all Marcin Novelli. And uh, say hi. Hey, yep. what's up? That that's what to do um and yeah uh climbing up my leg right now is my dog loki uh he wants to direct attention to our shirts that we have available uh you can pick them up on our website uh, there's a link to it in our show notes so go and get them yes uh use the uh coupon code bta rocks to receive 10 percent off your purchase um because we, we could all save 10 percent off and you can use that extra bit for like a cup of tea or coffee or something i don't know <laughs> do, you know what see what that 10% do whatever you want we do whatever you know what it's, that's it's our yours. gift to you it's our gift to you you exactly, use that yeah. like what is it like two bucks use that two bucks for something give it to somebody do something good with it i don't know but definitely go get our shirts yeah absolutely you'll look that much so cooler. our guest this week is producer and engineer and founder of flash grove music kevin porter Kevin has more than a decade of professional experience working alongside the top producers, recording engineers, mixers and songwriters that the music industry has to offer. He has lent his ears, production and engineering expertise to gold and platinum selling albums, as well as Grammy award winning projects. Kevin has engineered for some of the most successful music producers, artists and songwriters on the planet, including Ryan Tedder, Mutt Lang, Neo and Skylar Gray. Flashgrove Music was built with the mission to empower artists to realize their vision, reach professional goals, and achieve personal success. We're excited to welcome him and see what he'd, advice he'd have to offer to aspiring producers and musicians. So, welcome to the show, Kevin. Hey guys, good morning. Good, good day, sir. Good day, and for Ross, it is good evening. 
isn't it? Uh, it's getting, yep, it's getting towards the evening here. Yeah, it's, good, it's getting good there. Good time, good, good, whatever. It's all good. That's all, it's all good. That's all that matters. It's all yeah. good. Yeah. It's all good. Um, you know, we, Ross and I like to banter and go on in the intro, but now it's, it's your turn. Okay, man, because we want to know three things about yourself that everyone should know. Three things about me. Not to put you on the spot. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. right. Well, I'm in Los Angeles, still early here. Uh, I've been here about two and a half years. Um, I started in New York. I was there for eight years, working mainly as a recording engineer. Um, just found at a certain point, I had all these incredible opportunities to engineer for all these mega producers and songwriters and artists. But I found more and more often in recent years that they all flew back to LA at the end of the week. So I started thinking, man, maybe I'm, I'm in the wrong, wrong spot here. So it's, you know, it's been good, incredible area here with so many amazing musicians and artists and writers and studios. It's just a very, very exciting place to be. Point number two, I'd say I've always been just the creative creator type. So from a very young age, it's just been fascinating to me to, make something out of nothing your little pieces of that Absolutely. you know long before music there was you know could have been a box of legos or finding pieces of wood and tools in the garage and building a tree house or nice. a bike ramp or, <laughs> or whatever <laughs> so so yeah definitely that that creative creator kind of type something from nothing man yeah 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 that's what keeps this fun that's right only 12 notes in Western music. I know, right? Endless possibilities. That's so cool. It is quite remarkable, actually. Keeps me going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all out there somewhere. Sure. <laughs> it's got to piece it together. That's it. Uh, I'll say point number three. I'll make this like the, the job interview part where they say, okay. <laughs> tell us what your greatest weakness is. Uh, oh, oh, I like that. I like it. We never had this before, actually. This is good. It's good. Yeah. I, I'm a very, very detail-oriented person almost to a, a fault you know sometimes that works for you and i think as a music producer audio mixer you need that and need to be sort of the the gatekeeper is quality control but at the same time you can't just drive yourself nuts in the studio oh, <laughs> just yeah. trying to figure out what what bothers anyone else versus me or like if anyone else is ever gonna hear this little edit or little mix tweak or whatever so it, it a certain point you got to just turn that off and let it go and put the music out right if the song never makes it off of your hard drive are you really a music producer right well, i can relate to that as an artist as well i've been there you know and and yes we all need the reminder to you know what getting it out there is better than trying to make it perfect but never letting yeah. anyone hear it so one of our past guests said reminder, done Kevin. is better than perfect done is better than perfect thank so. you that's what i need that will yeah. definitely apply to my my uh, upcoming new full length album. So <laughs> I know <laughs> it's get, hard. It's get, hard to switch get it that off. Finish. It's it's actually the hardest. I can pipe in. It's actually the hardest when you actually stop to get started again. So it's almost like don't stop. Like make, maybe take little breaks, but keep it going. Because I know for me with my with my new album taking such a big break on it, it's like intimidating to get back to it. You know what I mean? Or it was intimidating to get back to it, but you just got to get to it, and then there you go. But yes, cool. Sure. Those are really cool. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, we got to keep each other yeah. in check too. Sometimes, you know what I mean? We we because we're all in the we're all in the same industry, and we all I think uh, can have similar habits. You know what I mean? So, Kevin, you you started your career in two thousand five at uh, Right Track Recording, and you worked your way up from an intern to engineer and mixer. Um, what are some of the most valuable things that you learned by 
sort of working with established and experienced engin- uh, engineers. 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 Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I have no idea why I said it like that. Uh, so yeah, what, can, what are the most valuable things that you learned through working with people who are already doing it and, and how have you applied them to what you do now? Some of the most valuable lessons were just seeing the workflow and what's at stake. So you not only have to be on top of everything as an assistant engineer or the engineer or the producer when it comes up, but really just anticipate all the session needs and be prepared for anything. Because it, it's one thing if it's a vocal session and one person, but when someone's you know paying thousands and thousands of dollars a day just for the studio and an orchestra and all the personnel it takes to go into that kind of session you just have to be one step or four steps ahead of everyone else you don't want, you don't want to be that person right the person that that has delayed everything an hour or two and cost everyone money yeah right yeah so you really you can tell the assistant engineers who are incredible almost always go on to be great engineers too. But if you're just sort of there spinning your wheels and like being in the studio and aren't really, really engaged and always pushing to reach that next level, then that's, that's sort of the ceiling. So you really have to think like the engineer and beyond when you're the assistant engineer and sort of your job to make the engineer look good <laughs> you know you're yeah. not there to try to steal his gig so elaborate a little bit on the assistant engineer because i think it, it just to clarify you're not the assistant to the engineer it's very different you're an assistant engineer when you're uh, on certain on particular projects how does that differ from the engineer is it in my experience uh working on my d- debut full-length record many for, a few years ago i think it was five years ago the assistant engineer basically was the person who engineered my record but they did it under the the chief engineer so they learned all their tricks from them and, and he oversaw it but the actual I'd say the assistant engineer is really who, in a sense, engineered my record for the most part. Not taking anything away from the chief engineer because he was overseeing it all and it was all his tricks, you know. Um, so is that kind of a similar experience to you or is, is please tell me, you know, a little bit more about how you work. In the, in the big commercial studios, the assistant engineer is always the first in and last out. It's that kind of gig. Yeah. So all day and all night and yeah, this was, <laughs> you know, maybe another session books in while this session is still going on yeah. and you don't go home for four days and you just have to be, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a, a real high pressure situation on those kind of sessions, but it's good pressure and always keeps you in check and keeps pushing you forward. Um, right, if you're well, the assistant engineer, everything's <laughs> kind of your fault if everything doesn't go smoothly. Right. They say it's like the, you know, the art of being a, a fine waiter or something, you're, you're there, but if you're doing your very best job, you're almost just kind of hovering in the background and everything just sort of magically happens and flows and is smooth and people might not even notice you. <laughs> right. So, but in, on the actual floor, so basically in the studio, so are, are you, are you taking a bit of direction from the chief engineer and, you know, you're off getting those drums set up, you're getting, so that's kind of how it works. You're part of the team. And, you know, because there are there's certain producers and there's certain engineers when you at, at such a top level that like there's certain producers I, I've heard I've I've heard stories of that literally come in once a week for an hour and just direct their team and the whole team is doing everything. But that person's getting I'm not I'm not taking away like that person's built their name up to such a point where and they've trained everyone they know exa- they everyone knows exactly what that, that producer or engineer wants and or engineer wants because um, they all work together Um you know, so that do you like being part of the team? Do you like being like uh, in that situation where you know you're all coming together to work to create a great end result? 
Yeah, the, there's just such magic in that collaborative process. So it, yeah, it is really, really nice to be part of a team. And we're sort of at a point where you can do so much with a great computer and a minimal amount of software that's easy to sort of shut yourself off. <laughs> well, I mean, we're just talking about... Not come up for air. We're just talking about assistant engineer, but you actually, you have done engineering work yourself. Um, you've, you've been a recording assistant. Uh, you've been, uh, you've, you've, it seems like you wear many hats like me. Not literally for you, though. You're, you're sporting some, yeah. some lovely, a lovely hairdo. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, you've been a mixing assistant. You've done many different things. And is that just because you, you love all things uh, music? You love being, uh, you know, what would you, what, what's kind of, is this, is this where you want to be? Is this what you want to do? Is this, um, is, is the engineering side, is, is that your passion out of all of it? Or is there, is there something else you want to branch into as well or what? I sort of love, love the whole process. I haven't assistant engineered in, in years, but that's, you know, the solid, solid foundation that leads to more recording engineering and then mixing and production. So that's sort of been the natural progression. I love that. And I'm always producing records and and pushing for that. But I think my, my top priority and passion and long-term place I want to be is just that top, top tier of mixers. Cause there's, you know, 10 mixers on the planet who mix everything you hear on the radio they're they're impossible to afford to (laughs) but also at the same time though i mean this is just a side note i mean i can't remember if it was garth richardson or if it was um chris athens i think it was chris athens we had on the show we had both of them on the show but i think it was chris athens that we were talking about you know not always going to that top or that that uh, particular mixing engineer because everything sounds the same you have every band sounding the same like there's a beauty in finding other people other people that have their own style and sound like why do you want to sound like everybody you know what i mean once you get to these upper tiers of mixers, it, you know, it's just expected that it's going to sound incredible. I think people True. get hired more for their taste and they, mm-hmm. they don't want you to just polish the rough mix a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly a rough mix can inform your intentions. I always want to listen to the rough mix first and talk to people and sort of understand what they're going for. For sure. But then I also want to creatively push it further and further, you know, as much, uh, artistic liberty is the artist wants to give me as a right. uh, mixer um you know i always try to take it there which is sometimes a lot you know it's really great the artists i work with have such confidence that sometimes i'll come in just at the end and mix it or sometimes i'll connect with an incredible singer songwriter who just has a demo i have this great song and a really basic progression how do we make it you know from the well, song idea yeah. to a finished record so i'm completely comfortable and very happy to jump in anywhere along that timeline the creative it. process and just do whatever maybe you and i will be talking at some point because uh, i definitely respect I, I i like mixing but i definitely and I, and I particularly like mixing acoustic projects i do that for myself but when it comes to full-length albums you know i really i really have a respect for just uh great mixing engineers and uh and i'm you know, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty open to allowing uh, creative input in, in, in the sonic space because there's, it's amazing. A mix, can, you can have 10 different mixes and the song will sound completely different. Not just like, you know, generally, like you can actually completely change the song. Uh, when you're working with an artist, what can they do to make the process as easy and productive as possible? Is there anything in particular that you like artists to prepare before going to the studio besides knowing their shit? <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised how often that is the hurdle um you know once you get to those top tiers of studio musicians they're 
incredible. <laughs> They're either prepared to know the material really well or just so incredibly talented that they can... They can just go off. Sight read and take ones and incredible. But yes, yeah, so I'd say that's, that's advice for younger folks who are newer to the studio. Just know that your time, the studio's time, everyone's time is very valuable. And so if you're going to invest that money in getting it done right in a studio, don't waste time. Know exactly what you're going to do. Have everything blocked out three hours for tracking this, yeah. then 10 minute changeover for this. And then we're tracking vocals and then we're going to edit. Cause time is money. <laughs> time is money. And most of us don't have much of either. <laughs> no, it's, it's not unlimited. I mean, no music industry is getting squeezed more than ever. And it's not just people trying to break in. I mean, the top, top budgets just aren't, what they used to be but let's lighten it up a little bit and uh kevin <laughs> are you ready for 20 questions <laughs> <laughs> yes let's do it coffee or tea coffee meat or veggies veggies twitter or facebook facebook talent or attitude attitude i already know the answer to this one because we figured this out in our troubleshooting session beforehand mac or pc uh, mac indiana or california 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 see i just guessed it yoga or yogurt Yogurt. Pro Tools mm. or Ableton? Pro Tools. It's still a go-to, even though I don't. I use Cubase. <laughs> Style or Substance? Style. Oh, interesting. I'm surprised by that one. Friends or Seinfeld? Seinfeld. Canada or Scotland? Canada. Sorry. I kind of geared that one. <laughs> I had to pick one. <laughs> you do have to pick one. <laughs> you think that's the toughest one. You'll see. Maybe you're not welcome here anymore. <laughs> I'm just saying. Ouch. Just wow, saying. he went harsh there. <laughs> wow yeah yeah i don't know if they'll let, let me back in that's true that's true <laughs> i think you'll be okay i don't i don't i don't Ro think Ross uh, the say scottish government pays attention to this show so i think you're all right oh I, uh, you're okay <laughs> no one pays attention to this show don't worry kevin <laughs> 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 education or experience experience i want to know this one because i didn't want to know the other ones apparently i want to know this one digital or analog digital i'm with you the Office or Arrested Development? Office. Well, come on. Our, our past guest, Melora Harden, was on The Office. And I mean, gotta go with her. She's just, she's awesome. Marvel or DC? Great show. Marvel. Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? Yeah. Michael Jackson. Celine Dion or Marilyn Manson? Celine. I knew you'd pick Celine. <laughs> just knew. I don't know. Kevin, I don't want you to overthink this question because um, people have in the past. Mm -hmm. Quail or kale? Kale. You're a healthy eater, aren't you? I try to be. You picked veggies and kale. I try to be a healthy eater. The, the vegan of the two co-hosts here, which is me, and I, I, I never stop to tell people that because, you know, that's what never. vegans do. Um, we tell everyone that we're vegan. I'm very proud of you. Very proud of you. It could be a very polarizing issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we got Ross here to balance it out. <laughs> My worst eating habit is just forgetting to eat yeah, which yeah. sounds absurd sounds like all of us no i hope i forget to eat all ross how many times do i tell you to take a break and go eat something all the time and then sometimes i say i have and i haven't been oh, are you serious to to tell me. Me. oh yeah. my god because sometimes like i'm so hungry yeah. i have to eat dinner i'm like yeah. when are you can eat dinner he's like in like two hours and i'm just like just eat something now and he's like no I'm just like, okay, then stop and then being I'm like, yeah, by day. <laughs> it's because it's the dad, it's the dad in me. It's because I'm a dad and I know I when know. the kids get, the kids, when the kids get crabby, 
they need a snack. And just like Roz, right. daddy comes here and I say, Roz, do you need a snack? You need to just go get a snack. Have a little, have some water. Take a time out. Yeah. Everything's going to be okay. Okay. <laughs> Kevin, bet Midler or the Riddler? The Riddler. They rhyme. Again, they rhyme. That's all yeah. it is. And we always tell people this. We're really it's all mature. I think that we should, you maybe know? it's time to update these questions soon, Roz. I think we should ask people for some suggestions on our socials. So let us know of, of uh, anyone listening. If there's anyone actually listening to this right now, if anyone's actually tuning in, let us know. Give us some suggestions for 20 questions you want to hear. And particularly if you go to our Patreon, I'm just jumping on here, you actually get a chance to uh, ask our guest questions too. Just want to remind you of that. Anyway, the final question. Yep. Final question is Ross or Marcio? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Can't pick one. Oh, but but you can. I'll go with Ross just because Scotland got shortchanged. I, saw, I thought you said, I thought you were going to say, I'm going to go with Ross because everybody goes with Ross and Ross just always wins and Marcio gets <laughs> no, like no, 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 no. one out of every 10 that Ross wins. It's always awkward is that I'm the one who follows is up it, the, yeah, the I, 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 know. I follow up the advice section of our show, which comes right after our 20 questions, not to give away too many of our secrets to our, to our, to our listeners. Um, but I usually lose. So he's like, Ross Marcio and I lose. And I'm like, uh-huh. So anyway, for artists who are looking for a producer to work with, where should they start? What questions should they be asking? Let us know. I'd say experience is, is the top thing. Um, also, just an understanding of your project, uh, I'd say, is, is equal. It's easy to get caught up in just credits and names and what this person has worked on um but really just finding a producer who understands you understands your music the genre what you're going for um and someone who understands what to do versus what not to do i think kind of control freaks (laughs) like myself included like you know one more thing we also just have to keep ourselves in in check about but finding someone who's not making it about them and understands what best serves the song. That's the same thing Garth Richardson said. Yeah, the same thing Garth Richardson said. It's about the song. This, in fact, his his line is the song should be the biggest ego in the room. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> A variation on that. Gotta do what's right for the song. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and and to flip the script a little bit, like for aspiring producers and, and engineers, um, how can they best prepare themselves for either working with an existing studio or starting up their own, or just working with an artist in general? You know, what advice would you give them? Say someone who's starting out or looking to get into this, you just have to know with sort of every fiber of your being that there's nothing else that you would be happy doing. Um, I mean, it sounds silly, but being a producer is almost more of a lifestyle choice than a job. You know, it's not just like a an in and out nine to five kind of thing. You really sort of have to live the life. And it's, you know, it, it's tough. Like we said, the music industry is, is changing. But uh, if you love making music and you just know this is what you want to do, you can absolutely still still make it and have a great career and meet a lot of great people and have fun doing it. I'm just going to pipe in with one thing too. In in my experience, I think that it's incredibly important as well. Even maybe one of the most important things to get along um, with whoever you're working with. And I don't mean in the sense of like, obviously you'd be a decent person, but I mean, just make sure you click. Not everyone's going to click. That's okay. 
you know, you might have the, the, the best amazing producer out there that's done ridiculous stuff, but if you don't click that, you're not going to do the best stuff together. You know what I mean? So I just want to, I just want to pipe in there and at least from personal experience, make sure you click and, you know, so key. And it's okay if you don't. Right, right. Because you're, you're looking for someone who you're comfortable with spending 15 hours a day plus in exactly. the studio. So if you have... You know, as the artist, it's so vulnerable, you know? and Right. So much of it is just trust as well. It, before I start working with anyone, I always, always grab coffee with them, you know, and just feel them out, see where they're at, where they want to go as an artist. And so much of that is just building that initial trust and rapport and letting the artist or the writer be comfortable with spilling it to you, right? Because the <laughs> artist, you're just putting it all all out there some of the things that may be really difficult to talk about end up being some of the most incredible pieces of art and music so you really have to get people to let their guard down and be comfortable with just putting it out there for sure cool where is the best place for everyone to connect with you online uh my website is flashgrovemusic.com i'm on all the major What's your favorite social? What's what's the what's the one you're most uh, engaging on? Uh, Facebook or Instagram. Okay, so not Twitter. <laughs> I like Twitter, but I'm yeah. just too long winded sometimes when I talk about for sure, this for sure. stuff. I feel like if you only get 140 characters, it's usually like a link to something yeah, in a few yeah. words. I just have more to say in a given post than Twitter sure. allows. I guess. <laughs> sure. No worries. So Facebook, Instagram, your website, best places. That's awesome. Um, as for us, uh, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, and YouTube, uh, and Instagram, actually. I don't know why I never mentioned our good old Facebook. You never Instagram. mentioned Instagram? That's like, no, the, I, like the, I we never post so much Instagram. on Instagram. I know oh we do. So, uh, all this time, so yeah. all this time. I know. So find us on the uh, just search Bridge Atlantic. As for me, um, like I mentioned at the beginning of this interview, I've got my new acoustic EP, the Reimagining Volume One, um, that you can now pre-order, uh, and it comes out in two and a half weeks. I am actually getting really excited for this. Don't worry, guys. It comes out March thirty first. Um, also working on my second full length solo album, and uh, you can actually you can get them both at uh, marsonvilla.com slash pledge if you want. I've made things incredibly affordable, so for a very 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 small fee, you can actually get both of them. Um, I shouldn't even call it fee. It's not. It's not a fee. It's not a donation. You are part of the experience, people. You really are. I've got some cool stuff up in there. And uh, anyway, want to know more about that? Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And uh, I'm also on Spotify and all those services that allow you to hear my music. And I get point zero 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 cents for it. Um, <laughs> just search Marcio Novelli and uh, Ross. Should people say hi? I think people should say hi. I really like it. People if they should say, say hi. hi. And yeah, uh, maybe the people should to uh, hear a little bit uh, more of my um, airplane. Uh, just uh, look over to the left and you'll see my Twitter. Look over to the right, you'll see my Facebook. And uh, if you drive, uh, if you keep going straight, we're going straight to my YouTube channel, which will actually have um, some new music videos. Um, if, they haven't, if you haven't seen them already, um, uh, Ross, can you please stop me? Uh, you got to stop. You got to jump in. Are you just like allowing me to do this whole like, like you're not, you're not. I even, wanted to see wow, how long you would go on for. Wow. I was just trying to see like when you'd run out of steam. I'm supposed to lean on you. Know? you. I'm supposed to, you're supposed, know, to, we're supposed I, to lean on each other, you know. But this is kind of my you, own little personal again, experiment. Again, kicking you while I'm down, okay? I already always <laughs> lose. My ego is already shattered. Oh, oh Marcio, oh, Marcio, Marcio, Marcio. And as for me, 
I'm working on websites for various artists at the moment and you can check out my work at electrickiwi.co.uk. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi and on Facebook, Electric Kiwi Design. This episode was brought to you by Chris Keaton, Joe Centenary, Buck Naked Soap Company, 30 Roses and Social Surge. They are all wonderful companies. Um, and I'm not just saying that because they keep the show live. So go check them out. The links to each of them are in our show's notes. Yeah. Yes, they are. Marcio. <laughs> And if you'd like to be one of those awesome people and help keep this show alive, just visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. And uh, if you want to hear more or less of Marcio's pilot impression, please let us know. Um, either way, I think we will be hearing less of it. But, you know, feel free to make your voice heard. And if you like it, then let us know. And we'll, you know, maybe he'll record a personal greeting for you on oh your phone or something. God. Like, really? This is, this is what I got to put up with people. Do you see what I have to put up with? You see, not to put up. It's rough, man. Ah, oh, it's it's rough, Kevin. Honestly, man, thanks for coming to the show. It's it, it's uh it's really cool to have had you on here, and uh, thanks for sharing some advice, uh, some valuable advice. I think. Too. Of course, thank you so much for having me. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 